The key finding of that study was that 63% of Australian mothers believe that advertisers and brands don't understand them. Hello and welcome to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps marketers, business leaders and entrepreneurs sell more effectively to the world's most powerful consumer, mums. Each fortnight, we bring you a deep diving interview with a marketing specialist from around the globe who can help you gain insights about this influential consumer. Let's hear from our host, Katrina McCarter. Hello and welcome. Today I'm wanting to share with you a very important research study that my organisation did in Australia approximately 18 months ago. We did a survey of more than 1,800 Australian mums. We looked at them from different work status, different income, different stages and ages of their children. We really wanted to uncover and get an insight into how mums want to be communicated with because no one had ever asked them. Astounding, isn't it? So today I'm wanting to share with you the key finding of that study which was that 63% of Australian mothers believe that advertisers and brands don't understand them. Now, whilst that's in a very alarming statistic, it represents an enormous opportunity. So we went on and we asked mums from their perspective, what are the mistakes that brands are making? And they identified nine key mistakes. And that's actually what I'm going to share with you today. And I believe that by having awareness and an understanding of these mistakes, you can look to avoid them in your organization. So overwhelmingly, the number one thing which gets mums offside is stereotyping. And here's what one of the mums from our Marketing to Mums survey had to say about stereotyping. Don't think that because we are mums, we want ugly dressing gowns, fluffy slippers, cookware or cleaning appliances. We like to be self-sufficient. We use tools. We fix broken things. We're not afraid of getting dirty. We're not just mums. And this was actually a really interesting find that we made in our research, but mums want to be treated as women first, mums second. Motherhood is incredibly important to her, but she made it very clear that it wasn't all of her and she wants to be respected for the multidimensional woman with other interests. Mums made it clear to us that brands which stereotype or are seen to pigeonhole mums are considered unrelatable. Mums find it a clear turnoff, making it incredibly difficult for marketers to attract and retain them as customers. So mistake number one, avoid stereotyping. The second mistake mums feel brands make is treating mums like they're all the same. And this was ranked the second biggest mistake. And let's actually hear from one of the mums from our survey. 
Don't try and appeal to the masses. Know who your audience is and then speak to them as opposed to thinking all mums think and worry about the same thing. What I find is a big mistake is people treat mums as one big homogenous group and this is an enormous turn off for mothers and what I see happening is because they're trying to cater for very different mothers uh, from a very young age mother through to an older mother or they might be mums with different sta- uh, at different life stages with different age children, they actually connect with very few people. There's enormous marketing investment wastage. You know, they're wondering why they're not getting a return on some of their advertising campaigns. It's just you're really not connecting with with anyone. I am a firm believer in niching. And in fact, one of the key things that I do when I work with a client is we spend time identifying who is the most profitable segment within the mum market for, for their brand. And then we, we develop a strategy around that particular segment of the market. I think that that is where I've seen enormous gains. In fact, one of my clients who used this strategy was up 565% on sales from the previous year. So look, it really does work. Now, in terms of understanding who your most profitable mum is, have a look at your existing data. Quite often, brands are sitting on a huge amount of data that they really uh, just need to spend some time analysing. Now, if you find that you don't have that data, make sure that you're investing in conducting primary research. Invest time in also looking at the soft data. And when I refer to soft data, I'm actually talking about your social media. Have a look at what mums are saying about your brand, what they like, what they don't like. Are they talking about some unmet problems that are not being met in the marketplace? This can be a really great opportunity for uncovering new products or services that your brand could be, could be bringing to market. Before we continue with the podcast episode, I want to tell you about our podcast sponsor, Cooperate. Cooperate is a powerful marketing technology platform that allows marketers to visualize your brand's customer journey, deliver great content at each stage of that journey, and see how it all performs, all managed from one centralized location. Cooperate has been built by marketers for marketers. I've actually had the opportunity to see the platform in action and I genuinely think it's worth taking a look at if you're a marketer managing large brands which want to attract more mums. Now let's head back to the podcast. With my first business, I had an online shopping website that catered for 150,000 mums and I had very clearly identified who my ideal, most profitable segment of the mum market was. I knew her age. I knew that she was likely to live 12 to 50 k's from capital city, that her children were more likely to go to a public school than a private school. I knew that her household income was likely to be around 100,000. I knew that the number one thing keeping her awake at night was the health and well-being of her child or her children. I knew she was likely to have two children aged under seven. 
And I knew that what she was really seeking from me uh, were offers of experiences that would take her out of her every day. She was really struggling with the isolation of being a stay-at-home mum or the primary carer of the children. And she was looking for things that got her out of the house. So I had a really clear understanding of who she was and that made it really easy for me to then find the, the right services, the right products to be offering her. You need to understand who your most profitable mum is. Now, the third mistake that mums want you to avoid is don't push for a sale. And here's what one of our mums had to say. Make the ad less pushy. I get suspicious that it's not a good product when it's all salesy. So being salesy seems to send an immediate red flag to mum. What we do know is that mums are increasingly rejecting corporate sales messages and they're relying on reviews and mum-to-mum recommendations. They don't want pushy sales strategies. They want you to respect them and earn their attention. Instead, what I'd recommend is that you look at creating an environment where you can facilitate those mum-to-mum recommendations. You know, have a look for innovative ways to utilise your brand advocates as part of your marketing strategy. Share reviews, share testimonials, share things about your brand where mums can leave comments for other mums to see and join in on the conversation. Mistake number four is all about not being real. And here's what one of our mums had to say. Be more realistic in your portrayal of mums. We aren't all chino-wearing blonde ladies with perfect kids and a border collie. Being a mum is bloody hard work and we deserve to be respected for that. You know, we found that mums made it very clear that they feel a disconnect between advertising and their reality. Mums want marketers to stop portraying perfect lives with mothers who have got it all together because it's not the life that they are leading. And more so, what we found was it's not one that they're aspiring to lead either. They really feel like their lives are being trivialised and they will dismiss your marketing messages as a result. You will not build trust or loyalty. Instead, You need to look to demonstrate that you understand the complexity of her life. Be real as she looks for authenticity. Empathise with her. Use humour as mums love it. Mistake number five is failing to build a relationship first. And here's what one of our mums had to say. Put time into getting to know me, my circumstances and my wants. I am not just a sales commission. I actually matter. You know, so often I see businesses or brands failing to care about building a strong relationship with mums before starting to sell. Without a solid connection, brands miss key insights about her problems and there aren't any opportunities to better service her needs and increase your sales in doing so. Instead, mums want to get to know you before purchasing from you. 
I highly recommend sharing your brand story and working to develop a relationship with your ideal mum across all marketing mediums with a particular emphasis on social media. I believe it's essential for all websites and social media platforms to have an introductory brand story from the, from the business owner or if you're a corporate business, uh, ensure that you're telling us what your key brand values are. I always tell my children that it's our differences that make us special and it's no different in business. You need to be amplifying your key differences and ensure that they're in alignment with what your ideal mum uh, values. The next mistake is a lack of social support and here's what one of the mums had to say. Listen. To what mums are saying. Often the stay-at-home mums have researched and tested products or items extensively. Social media has a huge impact on what we spend our dollars on as mums get savvier. You know, here in Australia, only half of all small businesses have a social media presence, even though mums are spending increasing amounts on social media. You know, by failing to have a social media presence, your business is missing key insights about your customer and missing the opportunity to develop stronger, deeper relationships. A year ago, I was actually speaking to the general manager of a very well-known brand who is likely to be in most households across Australia and many overseas. Mums, are their key audience, and yet they have no social media presence at all. This is a very well-financed brand, and I find it incredulous. I am constantly thinking about all the money that is being left on the table by this business. I believe social media is, is an absolute imperative that every brand that markets to mums have in place. Mums in our survey clearly told us their love of Facebook. It didn't matter what the age was or what the stage of her children was, mums in Australia love Facebook in particular. Have you read Marketing to Mums? How to Sell More to Australia's Most Powerful Consumer? This best-selling book was written by your podcast host, Katrina McCarter. In it, she shares her eight-step framework to increase sales and profits. Whether you are selling a product or service, Katrina's methodology will provide you with the roadmap to growth. You can get your copy from Amazon. The next mistake is a mistake that you do not want to make because mums were particularly vocal about this and it was treating mums like they're stupid. And I'd love to share with you now perhaps my favourite quote of the 1,800 plus responses we had from mums across the country. And here it is. I may appear with vomit on my shoulder, hair unbrushed and distracted by the screaming toddler but my mind is just as sharp, maybe sharper than when I was in corporate. So sell to me accordingly. Picture me in a suit if it helps. 
We found that mums want you to respect their intelligence and understand that they are capable of processing technical information. They hate it when brands dumb down or simplify their marketing messages. Worse still, not addressing them in the sales conversation and speaking or directing your marketing messages to them to their partners really gets mums offside. And I hear this continually about the automotive industry in particular. So what I would say to you that is if mums are the primary decision maker for grocery, healthcare, cars, phones, holiday vacations and more, then the first thing that needs to happen is ensuring your marketing budgets reflect this and are not directed to their partners. Don't overlook the technical information as well. Mums want to know it. They, you just need to have a look at how you might present it to her. Now, a couple of years ago, there was a brilliant ad campaign which ran in the UK called By Poo Paris. It was a social campaign done incredibly well. What they were able to do was share technical data in a really humorous way. And I would encourage you to make a note of it and check it out on YouTube, preferably after this podcast. Now, the eighth mistake is offering no value. And here's what one mum shared with us. It's the little personalised touches to a product or service that would make me choose one over another. Now, mums can be very savvy shoppers. The internet and social media have made it so easy for mums to be very highly informed consumers. Now, many businesses I find fail to understand what is important to mums. And while price is often important, mums perceive value across a range of factors. It might be the speed of your delivery. It might be the lovely handwritten card that you put in all, the, in all your deliveries. It might be the ease of enrolling in your program. And I think by neglecting to deeply understand her motivations on value, that a lot of brands are actually missing out on sales. So what can you do? I suggest you take the time to get to know your ideal mum so that you can understand what she values and really amplify these differences as often it's not price which is important. You know, as I said earlier, they might value you being easy to order and negotiate with. They might just like the way that you make them feel. You might send her a birthday voucher to spend at your shop. And this one is actually a highly undervalued tactic that some brands are using. The final mistake that mums told us brands make is a lack of third-party endorsement. And when I talk about third-party endorsement, I'm really just referring to an external person or company talking about your brand. So here's what one of the mums had to say. Encourage word of mouth or reviews. It's the biggest reason I buy what I buy. And actually, this was something that we found in our survey that had the most influence on mum's purchases are actually written testimonials. We know that mums are information seeking. They are out there asking their friends for recommendations and looking at reviews from other mums before making purchases. By not making these easily available to her, you risk losing sales. 
I highly recommend you post testimonials and reviews on your website and marketing materials. In fact, I don't let any of my clients put out marketing materials without a testimonial on there. The other thing I would say is have a look at uh, turning on your ratings, reviews and recommendations on, on your Facebook page. You know, I'd say don't be worried about a bad review. They're, all the research shows that mum gets a bit suspicious if there are only glowing reviews. She's realistic. She knows things go wrong. She's problem solving all day long with children. She actually wants to see how you can deal with a problem. And it's actually a great opportunity for you to demonstrate how you quickly sort out problems and your level of customer service. I think it's a great opportunity for you and it actually validates all your other positive reviews on your website or, um, or on the Facebook page. So just to summarise and recap Australian mums have identified nine key mistakes that they feel brands are making. I believe many of these can be applied to overseas markets as well. Those mistakes are number one, stereotyping. Number two, treating mums like they are all the same. Number three, pushing for a sale. Number four, not being real. Number five, failing to build a relationship first. Number six, a lack of social support. Number seven, treating mums like they're stupid. Number eight, offering no value. And number nine, a lack of third-party endorsement. So what do you do with all this information now? I want you to go back and talk to your marketing teams. You know, ideally, you should get them to be listening to this podcast episode. These nine mistakes are critical things that you need to avoid in your business or organisation. And I hope this gives you a deeper understanding of mums around the globe. You've been listening to Marketing to Mum, the podcast, and I am your host, Katrina McCarter. I look forward to seeing you next time. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast as much as I enjoyed sharing that with you. I think there's some real stories to be told with those 1800 plus quotes that we heard from mums. I will be putting some of those quotes in the show notes, which I invite you to have a look at at www.marketingtomums.com.au forward slash podcast. Uh, for anyone who is further interested in that survey outcomes and that survey report, you can also find that information in the show notes. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps you drive sales and profit in your organization by developing a deeper understanding of the world's most powerful consumer, mums. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and a review and tell us what your key takeaway was or who your favorite guest was and why. If you would like to get the show notes from today's episode or any of the links mentioned, all you need to do is head to marketingtomums.com.au forward slash podcast. Don't forget to sign up to receive an email to let you know when the next episode is released. Thanks for listening.